Yo, so the opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and the future Bachelor podcast only and not affiliated with any outside party or entity or anything like that. This fun podcast, though, may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Sai. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and Bachelor. This episode, we're covering Dale's newest screen appearance. Okay. Casey and Steven taking us back to the beach. Oh, let's go. And Drake's peak pettiness. Always. And this is episode 213. Let's go. (laughs) Woo. Yeah. Lucky 213. 213 just rolls off the tongue very well, I feel like. Better than 212. Definitely. 212, 213. I don't know. I heard that. Well, before we get into Bachelor Nation this week, Veronica, what's going on? How are you? I miss you. I know. We keep doing this. We're we're either both gone at the same time or we're ships passing in the night. Yeah. And this weekend we were both gone and had weddings. I um had my friends Michelle, Shannon, and Sheila fly in from um uh, Michigan and Chicago, respectively, to then we drove to Blountville, Tennessee. It was like right in the mountains um, for our friend Michelle Oberfeld, now Miller's wedding, um, which it was super cool. Great venue. Like we literally like it overlooked like the Appalachians, I believe. Um, And it was just like super pretty. But it was a little because we were like kind of in the boonies. there wasn't like any like Ubers or Lyfts or they didn't and they didn't have a shuttle. So like I because I drove us, I had to like drive us to the venue and stuff. And um, it was a little treacherous like because of how it was placed. Like you kind of had to like drive up this like very steep incline to get to like where you park and like where the venue was. And I was like just booking my little Mazda three hatchback up this like hill being all like thoughts and prayers and then on the way down, like as we were leaving, every I was like, this will be fine, whatever. But then everybody was psyching me out. They're like, oh, it's so dark. There's no lights. Like, good luck getting down and not like careening off this like only one lane little like path up. And I was like, bro, we're going to I like turned up my music. I was like, no one fucking talk to me. We're making it down this tiny stretch of a 45 degree angle hill. It reminded me of the slide that I went down back in Texas with my friends. But um, uh, I made it. I'm a survivor. Um, And it was a nice little road trip with my friends. And I got to show them a little bit of Atlanta um, enough to tease them so that they want to they want to come back for a real Atlanta weekend. So that was a lot of fun. I'm glad you did that. Anything else? Yeah. um, This past week. Uh, The big news uh, coming out of the Capitol is that there was a draft that was leaked about um, how they're trying to, um, you know, get rid of Roe v. Wade. So yesterday I went to a rally for abortion rights um, because that's an important cause to me and it should be an important cause to everybody. Um, Reproductive rights are extremely important and part of general health care yeah but yeah what about your wedding my wedding was actually really cool um you know florida weddings typically because it's florida everyone wants to have their they want to have their wedding outside so it's like okay (laughs) but you know florida weather is super unpredictable especially that time of the day when it could be raining yeah could be sweltering yeah or both um Mm -hmm. so you know essentially it was actually the perfect day for a wedding um i know people say that all the time but like you know when you're like this is a perfect day for a wedding when you show up and you start talking to people like water cooler talk they they got such a beautiful day yeah i mean that's what you start off with and then you know so it was the it was like you know perfect amount of sun the wind was blowing just right to keep the temperature like nice and your boy wasn't sweating but i was looking fire and um bringing the heat there and uh also you know this (laughs) is like because it's so perfectly nice out i gotta i gotta yeah i I mean things up that's the worst part is that you're dressed up in like jackets and all these different things and it's just like hot outside but um you know this was i this my first wedding where i didn't drink so that was pretty 
interesting um you know trying to force myself to get on that dance floor without you know some uh lubrication but um it was fun my family was there uh i got to have a good time i remembered it all and it was a beautiful wedding so i'm glad i and shout out to what Brad a beautiful and, wedding yes what a beautiful wedding what a Sing beautiful a wedding <laughs> what a beautiful wedding That's a, um but yeah so uh shout out to brad and allison for their wedding and your wedding as well I'll give them Woo, yes, Michelle yes. and David. So, um, you know what time it is, right, V? I do. It's that time to talk about Bachelor stuff on our show! <laughs> yes, and before we start talking about Bachelor YouTube, why don't you go ahead and subscribe, smash that thumbs up button, and hit that <laughs> notification bell so you can get notified every time we drop new Bachelor content just like this. And if you just did... Huge shout out to you. <laughs> Air horns for you. Um, guys, with you. why? Get used to it. So ridiculous. Get used to it. This is our show now. Um, v, um, now that everyone's gone ahead and subscribed and smashed that thumbs up button and hit that notification bell, what do we got for Bachelor stuff this week? So, um, Dale. Mm. is in a movie called Love Game. Dale, as in, you know, from Claire's season, mm -hmm. famously known for hopping off, like ending her season early. Which is so interesting about this Bachelor Nation, like cast of people. Like sometimes you just forget about how, like, you know, I've, I've like barely remembered Dale, like as he came back into my memory again, like I was like just forgetting him. And then he comes back, right. you know. Um, but yeah, I, I had sent this over. I'm sure you would have seen it eventually, but it came across my feed and I was like, what is this? And it was like, someone was like, this is exactly what he wanted. Like this was the whole point, right? I mean, yeah, he started out as being like a party city or whatever, like costume model. I mean, he originally played football, like mm. he played football. He's been a model. I think he does like some fitness influency kind of stuff, whatever. But, um, now He's going on this, um, it's called uh, Game Set, uh, excuse me, Love Game Match. It's going to be, he's a like a tennis coach, I think, at a school, a high school or something. Um, and he uh, falls in love with a fellow teacher named Liz after they're like put together to work on some sort of carnival or some shit. Who's to say? Um, but it just like the, the, um, it's like on some, I think it's going to be on some random streaming surface. Like it's going to just be one of those random straight to streaming shitty rom-com movies. And I love how uh, there's still a straight to DVD market, but no DVDs left. There's no DVDs yeah, now. So it's not straight to your like other straight streaming. to like the, the corners of like, <laughs> streaming. I don't know, Netflix or, or like Hulu right. or Maybe not even that, like just Roku. Like, or like, like whatever's on your smart TV. Yeah, you know, you know like IMDb <laughs> or something. You know, they have some good movies on there if you're willing to watch the commercials between them. But like, what the hell? Like, sometimes I'm like, this is crazy. They got me back on watching five minute long you're commercials. Like, Damn it. It's <laughs> they like, tricked me. They, oh, they, it took them like 15 years, but they got me back on watching they television again. They got me again. good. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I think, uh, I wonder what Claire thinks about this. What do you think? She's watching this and rolling her eyes or she's like, I'm proud of him. I think she's over it. I yeah. feel like she's probably just like, oh, Dale. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what she's up to these days. Last time we saw her, she, she was, was on that. Who is she like dating or whatever? Oh, she yeah. was dating. It was one of those guys from Bachelor in Paradise or something. Yeah, it was like the older one, hot one, whatever. But I don't know if that's still a thing. I feel like she like makes her appearance like here and there when she feels like she needs to, you know, get the bag. I suppose. But yeah, I mean, if she, she's hot, but I think she's got a little bit of that crazy in her, so um, it's hard. Crazy Claire. It's, it's hard to phase that out. But um, I do you think you'll watch this movie. Uh, I mean. This feels like the kind of movie that like if I'm hanging out with the gals and like we're just like paging through dumb movies, if we're like maybe like doing a craft or doing something else, like it would be one of the ones that we would put on in the background and then judge as we're doing something else. Yeah. Like that's the vibes I'm getting totally. from it. Yeah, so this I seems like, like something that like me and Andy will just pop on and just like enjoy, you know? 
Yeah, like I think it's going to be one of the one like because me and my gal pals have done like where we've created bingo for like shitty um, holiday movies and mm-hmm. stuff. So I feel like that could be of the similar uh, while we were like making holiday ornaments. So it wasn't like, you know, what do you think? Like, what do you think of his acting, though, in the in the trailer? Bad. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I mean, the trailer, my thing is, like, is there even a point to me seeing this movie? The trailer was, like, four minutes long, and it pretty much told every main, it's, like, beginning, middle, end. I'm like, what? Like Exactly. And honestly, you know, when it comes to trailers, it's like they use the best parts of that movie. So if it's already bad just with the trailer, I mean, gosh, it's just. Yeah, when it comes, when it comes to, tra- when it comes to trailers, size matters. Yes. You know? Oh, like- okay. Okay. I see what you did there. <laughs> Um, well, uh, V, before we move on to the next one, if you guys think that this is going to be a good movie or if you're going to watch it, just let us know in the comments below what you think, what you think about Dale. If you like Claire, whatever it is, get us in the comments so we can let us, uh, so we can have a conversation around this because, um, you know, honestly, what if it is good? What if it's like, get some like, uh, what if it's. Yeah, what if it's like Emmy a, nominated, a dark horse? You know, Oscars, you know, what if he's up there with it's like Chris up. Chris Rock next year or something? Who knows? Yeah. Seen crazier stuff on there. Um, well, uh, you know. Anyways, uh V, what else we got for Bachelor Nation news? So this past weekend was Stagecoach, which is, you know, known around the Bachelor Nation mm. as being kind of a hot spot of Bachelor Nation folks mixing and mingling, and it was very well known and documented how Balake formally, you know, had some some iffy situations with who he was talking to, who he wasn't talking to, who he was hooking up with, who he wasn't hooking up with back in like 2019 or whatever. Um, so but now, you know, redemption arc for Balake, he performed at Stagecoach, which we like even talked about on the show prior. Um, he was at, I think, the honky tonk area stage whatever and he did some DJing and he definitely catered to his audience which was mostly young women who you know feel some kind of way about him and was playing like things like Katy Perry's uh California Girls some Taylor Swift Yeah hits. he's a corny ass DJ like I and be honest corny like, as hell but, I know we saw the TikToks of him yeah. and he's all like eh like and it's like this and it's the stupidest like drop of like literally like a Taylor Swift song to like I don't know, like an Alesso song. Yeah, like, I don't know. But it was just like, dude, come on. At least have the actual audio playing. Like, don't be playing it from your computer speakers being like, you yeah, feel like, that? You feel that? Come on. <laughs> ah! You know, like the whole like, Ew. yeah. Um, and he's just too hype about his own stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what? Dude, tell us what you did here. <laughs> you, need to did be you-, a, you need to be a lame DJ? Is that what you're trying to say? You gotta, like, be a humble DJ? Like, ah, it's okay. Like- <laughs> no, I'm just saying, though, like, you know, tell us how you did it. What are you doing here? Like, you're turning a knob. Like, did, your, did you make this mix? Are you actually mixing it? Is it your friend's mix? Is it just the two songs? I have no idea. Yeah, never- is, are you just literally, like, fading in, fading out? <laughs> you guys, you should see my face, because that's the face he was making. He was just like... Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. It was weird. Like a little like pterodactyl. Exactly. Face. But um, yeah, I mean, he he might be doing it though. Like, I mean, I think about crazier things like, you know, the Jersey Shore and now you got DJ Polly D. Like he's one of the biggest DJs. Like he could go out and have like, yeah, like you know, he, gigs anywhere. I think he makes decent money. Like he like, you know, like he is at nightclubs and stuff. Like he's like kind of like a a thing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Blake is nowhere close to where Polly D was as far no. as like TV fame. But I mean, what other, I mean, being a DJ, I think is a smart thing to do coming off of one of those shows. Like, I feel like I would be able to make mad money coming off that show just being right. a DJ. Well, because like, as I said, like, obviously he had a packed set because there's people like, especially, you know, women who want to see him mm-hmm. and like, are gonna enjoy that kind of like break from a lot of like I mean stagecoach is mostly country music so um I think it's definitely it gets that pull and plus like you know that there's gonna be other bachelor nation people there it definitely you know he's thinking and he also had his uh girlfriend Giannina Gigi from love is blind um at his set and I guess she was on stage for like the first bit and like her little outfit and stuff so oh my God. but that is an upgrade from where she was with her um with uh, Damon, Damien or whatever his name was from the show. I mean, whatever, yeah, Damien. Yeah, yeah. 
We, we, we can say some things about Damien. Well, um, anyways, uh, I mean, that's cool. Uh, do you, did you hear anything else coming out of Bachelor Nation? I saw some outfits. I saw some people there. Um, not not really. And, like, part of me is like, what if there's more shit that goes down at Stagecoach? Do you think they're, like, hanging on to it until Bachelor in Paradise? Where it seemed pretty run the mill. It seemed like all the different, like, couples and stuff were there. Uh, that couple, Chris... Um, who like, you know, got called out by Jasenia, I believe, or whoever on Bachelor in Paradise with the whatever the girl that he was with. Um, they were there together, like Katie was there, like all those folks. So I wonder if like any of the mixing and mingling will make its way to Bachelor in Paradise this upcoming year. We still don't really have like an exact timeline for Bachelor in Paradise, but I feel like they like the Bachelor in Paradise social accounts like keeps like starting to post a little bit more, and I wonder if they were all like, "Well, on stagecoach, like let's start." Yeah, I didn't see much, much people's minds. Much drama rumors coming out of it, but do you do you think that like maybe this this whole like festival culture is becoming kind of corny? I mean, obviously, oh it for is, sure. But do you I think mean, do you think the allure of it is like fading away? Like, is it like for kids now? Like adults I, doing it kind of look like ridiculous. Yeah, like, I feel like I've listened to, like, one of the podcasts I listened to is The Bitch Bible by Jackie Schimmel, and, like, she's based out of L.A., and, like, she, her husband works, like, he's a music producer, has, like, produced songs for, like, One Direction, Harry Styles, a bunch of other, like, major pop stars, and, like, so she talks about how she's been Coachella and stuff, and she's, like, she's, like, I, she didn't go to Coachella this year, and she's, all like, obviously, when I go to Coachella, like, I'm going like artist passes because of my husband. And she's like, I would never want to do it any other way. She's like, I'm not. She's like, if you're over the age of like 35 and you're at Coachella, like there's something wrong. Like you shouldn't even like, like it's just, I feel like that's like in general, like I used to go to Lollapalooza in Chicago all the time. And I still have like some friends that like go now. And like, there's definitely like, there's an allure to go to like stuff like that. And I just think it, the crowds have been getting younger and younger and like with the prevalence of all these influencers and influence deals when it comes to things like Coachella, Stagecoach, et cetera, I feel like it's just been getting more and more vapid and it's like, can we just like enjoy the music without people making content everywhere? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I just cause I'm, I feel like back in the day it was like celebrities. Now it's just like influencers. And then what's next? It's just like, want to be influencers yeah you know i mean yeah that's like and like i do my little satire on my instagram of calling like fake influencer hours where i do like fake hauls and stuff like that but like that's because it's like literally that because i'm like this is like such a wild industry that's like so prevalent right now yeah i mean it's more of just like the whole outfit getting in front of the ferris wheel for your one picture or whatever and right and um like bringing in your little heels to take your picture in and then like putting them in your back like having like a little ring light with you to like make sure you know that's that's crazy um well that sounds like a lot of fun guys if um you got any you know any uh dirt from stagecoach or bachelor nation ready in the comments below because we need to know um i want to know the the scoop before going into bachelor in paradise because if it pops up it'll be some fun for us um all right well that's pretty much what we got for bachelor nation news right yeah all right we'll see you next week with that stuff um why don't we get into something we like to call quick hits what do we got Look at for quick us with hits? the smooth drops yes sir um so travis scott is sneaking and sliding his way back to the you know the stage after everything that happened with Astro World last year. I guess he is the headliner for Primavera Sound, which is a festival in um it's a multi destination event. I guess begins in Barcelona, 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 and then travels to Portugal, Los Angeles, Sao Paulo, Santiago, and Buenos Aires. Um, yeah, not in this country, right? <laughs> Except for, I guess, except for, I'm guessing L.A. I think it says L.A. too. But Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, I think people, I don't know if he's waited long enough. I, mean, I don't know. I, I don't know either. Like, I mean, he's kind of on some, like, it's like Will Smith stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, as yeah. far as, I mean, people didn't die when it came to Will Smith stuff. But, um, right. I mean, that's these are, like, huge acts or huge people that are, you know, their whole careers are kind of, you know, 
have to be put on the back burner and, and only time will tell if they're able to come back. But, you know, he's in this weird place of like, if he comes back too soon, it will kind of sound greedy, you know, or um, insensitive to the people that right. did lose their lives and stuff. So it's kind of like, but this is his job, you know, so it's right. So it's kind of like, I don't really know where I where I fall on on that. But interesting. Um, yeah, and I guess he's been like making his way. I think he's done some like little smaller shows around that like haven't been publicized but that's like why if like if he you know headlining festivals gets to be like hmm like you know is like that's like it does get a little that gray area it's like okay you've been doing these little shows but then like you're gonna go back to like a huge festival you know area when shit could happen again the same way who's say I mean, there's probably a lot of insurance going into all that stuff. Oof. Faux show. Faux show. Um, what else we got? So Daniel Radcliffe, you know, famously Harry Potter, is going to be starring as Weird Al Yankovic in um, this new Weird Al movie that's supposed to be kind of like a periodized, but like not really bio- like biopic of, I always want to say biopic, but it's biopic. Is it? Um, I've heard people say it's biopic. I don't even know anymore. Yeah, I think it's biopic, but I'll say biopic too. It just makes more sense. Um, you know, it would be a biography picture, right? Isn't that what it's? Yeah. So um, whatever, but, a movie about his life. People wanted uh, to sound all like French or something, like biopic. Um, but <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah. I mean, that's a really strange casting. You know, I thought the same. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It kind of felt the same way when um, what's her name was cast as Pamela Anderson, but then she kind of killed that. She killed it. Like, I felt like they totally transformed her, like, totally. But, like, seeing these, like, the trailer and seeing the clips, and this is going to be, I think, potentially the first feature film for Roku, like, first original feature film for Roku, uh, which is, you know, streaming um, service area. But, um, like, seeing the trailer and stuff for it, like, Daniel Radcliffe does not look, to me, at all, like Weird Al. Weird Al is known for being, he's like over six foot. He's kind of gangly looking. He's just got like long features in general. And Daniel Radcliffe is like, you know, fucking shredded, ripped and like five foot five. Yeah. And British. And British. And just like facially doesn't share the same features. Yeah. I hate, I hate when people just get casted because they're you know, big time or whatever like that. Um, I just, sometimes I feel like it's, it's more of like putting a star in that role. So whether they fail or not, like people are just going to go, let me see what this guy, I don't know. I don't know if this is going to be a good movie or not. Like, I don't think so, but it is an interesting concept that it's a parody biopic or biopic when, you know, Weird Al is known to be parrying. Yeah, for a par- It's like, I think it's supposed to be kind of like satire, kind of like over-exaggerated. It's supposed to like show him. Like a high-end tw- version of him. In his 20s. Yeah. But, um, Hyper-reality version of him. Um, yeah. Interesting. Well, I'll probably have to check it out. Um, what else we got? So, KC, the love of your life, mm. um, Chris Cavallari, oh. and, you know, famously, her high school slash ex-boyfriend, Stephen Coletti, are going to host a podcast called Back to the Beach with Kristen and Steven um, that is going to be done by the production company Dear Media that actually has does Bitch Bible, has a podcast for Alexis Nyers, known for, you know, the bling ring mm-hmm. and like several other like kind of like pop culture folks. Um, so it's going to be they're going to do a rewatch podcast of Laguna Beach which I feel like these kinds of podcasts are becoming more and more popular like you saw it with the women from One Tree Hill you're like seeing the office, it you see it with back uh what I, I had Zach to the future which was like yeah Saved Zach by to the, the future um and also our girls back to pod who do the yes. Beverly Hills now two and oh um, right I mean it's definitely it's good, you know, because some of these shows are rewatchable. Some people like to watch them again, you know, right. and to have, you know, the actual people talking about their experiences going through the show and, and how, and, you know, they're literally teenagers. Now they're like double their age at, at this point. And, right. um, and, you know, it's just like they could do this for a long time and it's just lucrative. It's just it's a genius. It's it's what we do in our business with the company. It's like recycling content. How can you 
recycle stuff that's already like you own or that you're a part of and stuff. And this is right. just to comment on old stuff like is, is, is a thing. So, um, you know, I think it's very popular. I think it became very popular with like true crime and stuff like with crimes, right. people would like to go back into the crimes and see how it is from a, a future you know, perspective. Bachelor so perspective. Uh, nice. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm definitely looking forward to that. I wonder what will come out of it. And obviously, you know, rumors are swirl with um, these two if they're single. These two back together. Mm, you know, you always and wanted to see them. I knew they'd get back together one day. One um, day. I just had I to mean, hold well, my breath. I mean, I feel like they're going to just be, you know, business partners and and podcasters that mean well especially if she's got tyler cameron in her back pocket yeah i mean especially if she's making out with tyler cameron i mean yeah you know steven i mean he's still cutie i think so steven's cute i mean he's just baby face steven forever um uh yeah anyways what else we got drake this is i i almost made it a yikes moment but honestly i don't think it's yikesy i think it's hilarious um he had you know he had posted something about um, he was defending uh, the father of Memphis Grizzlies star Jim Morant, T. Morant, who was like being, uh, I guess, criticized for how like active of a supporter, like how feverish or like kind of like maybe over-exaggerated or crazy he might be as a supporter of his son, who's a professional athlete. Um, and... And, like, he had posted something mean, like, imagine your son makes a league and he's jaw and all he can do is be elated and competitive and over-supportive, like, blah, 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 like, you know, OGs are going to talk shit, whatever. And then, um, like, I guess a user commented on that that post being all, like, somebody else commented being all, like, your son's probably going to play with ghostwriters, like making fun of the fact that Drake might use ghostwriters and whatever. And Drake, Drake had the time, I guess. Drake had the time this day. And he commented back to this hater saying, like, I just followed your girl because she's prob miserable and needs some excitement in her life. And then DM'd her and said, um, it said, like, I got you, ma. Like, <laughs> You know, that could be so many things like literally like, yeah, like just respond to this and we're on a yacht tomorrow uh, and you're going to be flown out yeah, on a private jet. Yeah, he literally jet. texted her, DM'd her, I'm here for you, ma. <laughs> I wonder what I, the update, any updates? I haven't seen any updates, but like the fact that he like, he's all like, nah, I got the time. <laughs> like, yeah, you know what, Drake? Drake might get himself in trouble though because he's starting to sound a little bit more toxic than future. And, oh, which that's a hard fucking, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll, we'll I guess, um, have to get to that later on. Yeah. Um, you know. True. But, uh, you know, I think Drake is on here following like a bunch of people because bunch um, of bitties. I mean, I was hearing you seen that video that was going viral of those two girls from the wedding, like rapping the little baby verse. The, yeah. From that Drake and little baby song, I think Drake followed her too, and it's like Drake. Greg out here just trying to... Well, it's kind of genius because also, like, you know, it's like having that video go... It's like everyone forgot about that song, but I bet you, like, so many people, like, streamed that song after, like, seeing that girl, like... And that shit was fire. Like, it's almost like I want to make a whole video where, like, I don't even know how to recreate that. Like, literally, like, right. like, like plan a wedding where, like, you know, it'd be like, can you memorize my song and just, like, spit plan a it? Wedding. <laughs> Just Can, plan a whole wedding yeah, around that one like, moment. Whatever, man. I don't know what that was, but that was dope. She killed I, that. Um, all right, what else we got? Um, so Toddlers and Tiara star, um, who's known for the popular grinning girl meme. Um, her name is Kayla Posey, tragically um died by suicide this past week at just the age of sixteen. She was, you know, in high school doing well as a high school student, going for her commercial pilot's license as well, competing in pageants as a teen. Um, super sad, especially when someone who's like been part of like, you know, visually has been part of pop culture since she was a little kid. Um, it's sad to see, you know, what what that could, what yeah, that could do to that's somebody. Yeah, so sad. Um, yeah, I, I can't imagine, you know, I, I just think like these kids these days just have don't have like the mental capacity to be able to know that it just gets better after like, you know, it, it, they just it's like the weight of the world is so 
heavy on these kids these days, you know? Yeah. Um, I, and, and I don't know. Sometimes I feel like this, this suicide stuff has been romanticized in like TV and movies sometimes and stuff. And it's just, right. it's just sad. Um, well, uh, what else we got? Anything so else? It, there? Was the, it was the Met Gala this past week, Met yes. Gala Monday. Um, and it was, they did the one because of COVID and everything. They did kind of like this two parter Met Gala. First part was, Back in September, so like, you know, not that long ago. Mm -hmm. And then this part was now this week. And um, first part was America, a lexicon of fashion. And the like actual dress code was more like, you know, America, fashion influence, what it means, whatever. And then this one was America, an anthology of fashion. So sort of more like the history of like the exhibit is more about like the history of like American designers, like in fashion over the years and the dress code was gilded glamour white tie which means like gilded age was gilded age was like the last bit of the 19th century so like 1870s to like 1890 um or so and um that sounds i I know you enjoy this stuff but this is like too much like god like just have like a three word theme at most like let's not go with america like first of all i feel like they throw the word americana out like well, like yeah, easily. Like, I, I don't understand why they so, think that's like a hot word or their buzzword. Well, like, they, so that is like more like the America, like that stuff is more like that's like. So there's the whole point of the Met Gala is that it is a gala it's a that charity, fundraises right? yeah, like, for the museum. Mm-hmm. Like these like these exhibits wouldn't exist if it weren't for the Met Gala creating them. Um, so, yeah, it's like fundraising for that. And uh, so, like, it gets – that's why it was definitely confusing with these kind of, like, theme of the exhibit plus, like, then dress code for the actual event. And people didn't get the gilded glamour aspect. I feel like most of them didn't. Um, and I mean, it just I was – I'd probably huh? show – I'd probably show up, like, in something, like, like shiny. Okay. I mean, you're not wrong. Okay. But, like, you would probably want to be, like, in tails and, like, kind of, like, a more, like, You know, I've always wanted to, like, recreate that one that um, Zane wore Mm. where he had, like, the armor as part of Yeah, that was from... That theme was, like, something about, like, cyborgs or whatever. Yeah, I kind of want to do that as, like, a Halloween costume one year or something. Yeah, I mean, that would be a good Halloween costume for sure. It's a very well-known outfit. Um, Um, But Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds were some of the co-chairs. Blake Lively's dress was probably one of the best ones there. I was really disappointed by most people's. And hers, like, was all about, like, she, like, kind of transformed on the red carpet to being, like, a patinaed, um, uh, Statue of Liberty like she went from being copper to like revealing the like, you know, kind of oxidization of how it works and um, I thought it was really cool. She had like all these aspects of like New York City like uh, industrialization and transport and everything and that's like what it was all about. But the big news out of the night was that Kim Kardashian arrived in Marilyn Monroe's happy birthday Mr. President dress that has been held at Ripley's Believe It or Not, um, and, you know, hasn't been worn by anybody else besides Marilyn Monroe. Um, And it was a big deal, very controversial, because people are like, why does she get to wear this dress? Like, it's never been worn by anybody. And, like, it was she, it was also controversial because she was interviewed and said how she lost 16 pounds to fit into it and so that it fit like a glove. But then it's come out and been realized that, it didn't fit like a glove. Like that's why she had her fur covering the back of it the entire time she was on the red carpet because they just had it like half open and tied together in the back because I mean, Marilyn Monroe. There was Monroe no ass have, back then. Yeah. Marilyn Monroe didn't have a BBL. Marilyn <laughs> Monroe was like, you know, an hourglass figure, but she didn't have a BBL. And, um, but, uh, yeah, but so people like, you know, got really upset. She obviously, she only wore it for the carpet, like literally got to the Met, had a special changing room that like conservators put the dress on her before she went up the steps and then had a special like changing room at the top of the steps to change out of it and put on a replica dress for the actual gala. But 
Uh, Lame. Um, I mean, these guys are just doing stuff now for attention. Like, it's just like they know it's going to be talked about. Like, they they know. It's not like they're doing stuff to be like, oh, look how great she is. Now they're just doing it to, like, you know, get people talking. I mean, I was hearing stuff around, uh, you know, Pete Davidson now got, like, their kids, like, her kids names tattooed on him or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he has, now. like, their initials, I think, on his neck. What a psychopath. That guy, he gets tattoos for anything. Like, Dude, I no, mean, no, no, he's no. probably still covering up tattoos from Ariana Grande. Like, that's so lame, dude. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I wish I could say like good for Pete, but he just seems so like lame. They do pathetic. see. I have to be honest. Like, whenever I see videos of them together, they do seem to be like really happy and like honestly, like very like carefree. Like, I feel like. When she was with Kanye, everything was very, like, meticulously, like, organized. Like, she had to walk out in certain outfits at certain times and do certain things. And I feel like she still, like, has to do that in her own self or whatever she wants to do. But, like, I mean, she's out here fucking going to Staten Island. So, yeah, like, but I'm just saying, like, Pete is, like, a loser. Like, he's going to propose to her in the next, like, month or something. And it, it's not forever. Like, dude. You're not you're not going to be with Kim Kardashian forever. It's just a moment. No one's with he's Kim Kardashian. Simp. He's forever. a simp. I yes. feel like he's the biggest simp ever. Yes, I agree. Um, so interesting. Well, what what made you go yikes this week, V? I had a couple of yikes. So CinemaCon, which we talked a little bit about last week. Oh yeah, I heard uh, about this. Uh with you know, part of it that happened before we got to report on it was Olivia Wilde got served custody papers from her, you know, ex-husband, Jason Sudeikis, whilst on stage, you know, presenting stuff for her newest movie that's coming out starring Florence Pugh and Harry Styles um, and herself called Don't Worry, Darling. Can't wait for that movie. And she's in a relationship with Harry Styles. Sick. You know, yes, exactly. Um and it was like she was served them while she was on stage and because of the way like you know they were brought up to her like in this like mysterious like confidential envelope it looked like you know clue the game um she kind of like thought it was like maybe like a script or something and she's like oh i'm gonna open this here like it feels right <laughs> like what a loser. She, she like opened it and then just like quickly was all like, oh, okay, got it. And then like continued on with her presentation because like they were the papers. And I guess Jason Sudeikis has said like that's like the plan wasn't to like have them serve to her that way. But I'm like, I mean. No, that sounds like it might be her fault though because, yeah. you know, those there's, uh, I mean, you must have been avoiding him in some, in some way. Like it's like, hey, could you sign these papers or can you? or whatever, you know, this is the only way, like if you're in public, but honestly, it's like hard to get people in there that aren't like press or anything. So it's just interesting that someone was able to get in with a, with a pass and right. you got to love it, man. I love it. it but, like d- drama, drama. <laughs> yeah. Don't be sitting here parading your new boyfriend around in your movie. Fucking dancing at all of his concerts. Yeah. Give me a break um i mean yeah. i do that too for harry styles for sure people. but i mean <laughs> you're jason sudeikis you're and i'll talk about him later on too but um but yeah i mean uh yeah that's that's we'll see what happens with that i wonder if they're like really feuding or not what else we i got? don't know i don't know anything I else for they had like a pretty um, like you know good situation co-parenting but i mean custody papers are being served there must be something more going on there yeah um all right well anything else for yikes yeah um so dave Chappelle was attacked tuesday night um while he was performing at the hollywood bowl i guess he like finished his set and like as he was starting to walk off stage somebody from the crowd like jumped on stage and tackled him um i think the guy had a knife and he's been like arrested and um or like being held and stuff like that but it's just like it's it's scary like why are like why would you why would you do like why would you do that like it's just like definitely scary stuff um and I mean, they don't know there's there's some like really like you don't even know like the internet has has spawned so many scary people like i mean you heard about that like shooting in new york and stuff that shooter mm-hmm. that was going around it's like they they know these people out there you know what i'm saying like they know that there's like crazy people that are just like 
obsessed with with things whether it's whatever he had against a uh you know dave Chappelle, or just sometimes people just want to be famous by being the killer yeah. of these people you know yeah um, sometimes people like just want to see infamous. what they can do you yeah. know so um yeah that's scary stuff i mean getting stabbed or served on stage man is there no security anymore slapping around on stage what's going on here i know what is happening um it's almost like these shows want things to happen like it's almost like that that old saying uh you know uh, any presses yeah yeah any publicity is bad publicity is whatever i guess we know you know what we're saying exactly don't act like you don't Anyways, V, um, I, let's switch the subject. I want to know, what are you watching? So um, I actually kind of just fell into watching this, but it's something I knew about, but it just so happened that then I was like, okay, I'm going to watch it because I had been watching um, the Met Gala, you know, for, live from E! from the red carpet. And Nikki Glaser, known comedian, she's also like known for like hosting a lot of different roasts and stuff. For people like, you know, like I think like she's done like Justin Bieber's and like Alec Baldwin's and like whatever. Um, she has a like a reality show. It's like kind of like following her moving back to St. Louis, my least favorite city, um, her hometown. And like do like kind of like restarting her life at like age 37, living in St. Louis, like, you know, blocks away from her parents, living with a different comedian who I also know. um uh, Andrew, what's his last name? Why am I forgetting it? But whatever. Um, and just like also like reconnecting with her ex-boyfriend and like sort of like dating him and then not dating him and like whatever. And it's actually, it's pretty funny. Um, I just, I like Nikki Glaser as a comedian in general. Um, and it's just like an interesting concept of a reality show just because reality shows I feel like are always like, looking at like you know the creme of the creme like the kardashians or like the real housewives or like kind of like you know these big these big like kind of like high society areas and like this is like middle america like st louis like she's like you know going to goodwill with her mom she's like you know talking about how she's like freaking out performing in st louis because like her the third grade teacher is in the audience, like stuff like that. It's just, it's an interesting take of like a reality show. Um, I mean, you would have to be a fan of Nikki Glaser to like enjoy this. First of all, um, I am not that big of a fan of Nikki Glaser just because like, I don't know. I've, I've seen, I've kind of like, like not studied her, but like looked at her life and, and heard her on different podcasts outside of like her stand up comedy. Right. Um, you know, I did like her as the host of F Boy Island. I will say that. I mean, I loved her as the host I, I was, of that. I was like, you know, if I'm like, okay, I can, I can stand Nikki Glaser because this, she was pretty funny on that. But I don't know. Outside of that, I don't know because like she's one of those people that kind of became famous for like talking wild about like sex and her yeah. sex life and stuff. And it's just like I feel like as much as she leaned into that and that might have gotten her popular. Like it's, I don't know if that type of comedy is necessarily always going to work for her. And also it kind of bleeds into your own life. You know, I mean, we just talked about it with, uh, what's her name? Um, with, uh, Ali Wong, you know, the other day where, you know, these jokes are only jokes until it's, it's not jokes anymore. Like it's your actual life. Say joke one more time. Jokes. Um, (laughs) crack. But, uh, yeah. So, I mean. I think it's one of those things where she kind of gets in her own way. It'd be interesting to see if the show lets her reinvent herself because uh, I've just heard her talk about on, on other like comedy podcasts about how like she's very insecure. She's like, yeah. she's not as like sexually driven. Like her stand up comedy is like, you know, everyone thinks she's like sex obsessed, but she's really not like, she's pretty tame probably. Yeah, like She's talked about like the clip of like one of her stand up sets. Like she kind of talks about how she was a late bloomer. Like she didn't have her first kiss until she was 17. And she's like, I didn't have, like, I didn't have sex until I was, like, 24. Mm. So I feel like... And, like, guys don't, don't want to date, like, like her sometimes because they're, like, I, I mean, I don't want to be on your stand-up special. Like, you know, and a lot of guys would probably feel like that. Like, don't be talking about me if I'm going to be dating you, like, about anything, even in fun. Like, and 
Maybe they say that because they want to be. I would want to be like that's pretty cool. Unless I yeah, mean, you're like you're like yeah. Unless she's like Ali Wong talking about like we're married and like wanting to cheat on me, but like that's a whole different thing. But um, yeah, so interesting. Uh, well, V, uh, I have a question for you. What? What do you want to know? What have you been watching? <laughs> interesting that you asked i did watch some things this weekend um just kind of like old school rom-coms i would call them we love it we love an old school rom-com you know earlier we talked about um jason sudeikis and i ended up watching we are the millers um which was pretty good uh i you know jennifer aniston is in that she's hot and for some reason i had a dream about her last night i'm just remembering that i was like (laughs) i said for some reason i had had jennifer aniston in my dreams last night it was a wild dream um yeah it was wild um (laughs) Um, Let's just say I wish I was a Miller. (laughs) Switching gears, no pun intended. I ended up watching um, the movie The Switch, which Mm. actually, wait a second, who's in that? It's who is in it? It's um, Jason, not Sudeikis. uh, It's um, Jason Bateman. I was about to say Bateman. And I think it's actually Jennifer. Jennifer Aniston again. That's why I'm dreaming about her. I watched too many movies. You're with her. just you're out here manifesting Jennifer Aniston. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I honestly then I woke up and had this dream. I'm like, could I manifest Jennifer Aniston? Like, and by the time I got to her, would I still want Jennifer Aniston? But then I thought about her. If like it's almost like Apple stock. It's like, am I too late to get in on it? No, get in now because it's always gonna keep going up. Um. So yeah. Anyways. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry. This is the way my brain works. But um, so douchey. <laughs> if you haven't seen the switch, you should watch it. It's pretty wild concept. Actually, I can't even believe like both of them signed on for this type of wild scenario. When did that movie come out? Um, I believe maybe like 2017 or something. But mm-hmm. I could be I'm wrong. Like, I'm like, I feel like I remember seeing like the trailers. It's, for it's that. literally one of those movies where you're like, this is. Yeah, I've seen this movie probably like a couple times or something like that. Like you know, the premise like you've is You've seen insane. bits of it when you're like flipping through channels. No, not even like that. One- they just made this movie like six, seven different ways. Like, you know, it's just, oh. it's, oh, kind, of, I see what you're it's kind of like insert famous actress here, insert, you know, sarcastic famous actor here. It's, it's throw like them in a wild sex girl scenario. In a, girl in a house movie. Yeah, that you like. yeah. I guess like this is my girl in a house, you know, rom com. But like make it funny. Yes. I love it. It's like a buddy comedy it's always like always like the best friends are girl and guys but they're like perfect for each other but they don't like each other until the end of the enemies movie enemies to lovers yes um no like best friends the lovers but yes yeah, enemies to lovers is kind of like the same thing too but yeah anyways that's what i watched um well the maybe i'll watch something better next week to tell you i'm not saying that what you watched was bad it's good I stuff just, i think you maybe, should watch maybe it. you're gonna keep watching more jennifer aniston next yeah week. let me see uh, just go with it or something like that. I don't know, man. Jennifer Aniston. I got to stop saying it. Um, so, yeah, anyways, let's Jennifer talk. Jennifer Aniston. Like, you're going to start getting just, like, things like articles and stuff on your phone. Jennifer Aniston. I've never Jennifer. been this way about her. I don't know what's, where it's coming from. Um, but, anyway, let's get into our Slapper of the Week. Slapper of the Week. This song slaps. <laughs> this week's Slapper of the Week comes from Jennifer Aniston. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Um, this week's slapper of the week comes from uh, some toxic boys uh, and also a, a girl because I believe Thames is a girl. I still haven't figured that out. Um, I think so. Yeah. But uh, I'm a big fan of Thames music. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's got that like, uh, what would it be like? Um, it's like just like an island vibe type like stuff. Calypso. Almost. Yeah, I forgot what they call it. But, uh, you know, Drake started. I mean, obviously, everyone loves that music, but Drake finds like the hot stuff and he's been putting Thames on his music and making that sound. Um, and uh, Future just dropped his new album. And this was their lead single off it called Wait For You. And I really like it. You know, Thames is in the background. This is like a beat that Thames is not usually on, but she sounds like a, a sample back there. And mm. um, Future just came with a nice album. And, uh, you know, I, honestly, Drake is not even the best part of that song. That's the crazy part of this. So um, I, I could have listened to the song even without him. But, you know, wow. it got me a save because he's in there. Wow. Throwback to old school Psy who used to hate Drake. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I'm getting back there because, like, you know, I just feel like. <laughs> 
you hear him on a song and you're like, how many times have I heard Drake like this? Like I've heard this yeah, a billion Drake times. Yeah, Drake some kind of way yeah, on a fucking beat. Exactly. So, um, but it's good enough. Uh, so it's good I, enough. It's good it's enough. Fine. <laughs> I mean, it's the one that I saved from this past week. I like week. it. Yeah, it's good. Um, so yeah, and I bet you there's a bunch of other slaps on the album. So check it out. Wait for you by Future, Thames, and Drake. Uh, v, do you have any shout outs this week? I do. This weekend is Mother's Day. So mm-hmm. I wanted to shout out to my mother, Claudia, and to my grandmother, Grandma. Um, so shout out to them for being <laughs> some of the, the best matriarchs. And, you know, shout out to all moms out there. Yes, sir. Um, I'm just going to piggyback off that and say, you know, happy Mother's Day to my mom, Marty, and also my sister, Puma. Um, Yay. Yeah, uh, I got to chill with them this weekend, and I kind of did an early Mother's Day thing because I was with them this week, past weekend. Yeah. So um, we kind of did a little bit of that. Uh, so I love you guys, and yeah, shout out to all the moms out there because you guys are our number one fans. They really are. They yeah. really are. They keep the lights on over here. If it isn't they Ariana. They really do. They really do. You know, my mom always send out like she'll do her live listens where she's like texting me little bits and you'll get a lot of those screenshots, especially because like she'll call you out for stuff, which is what makes her my mom. Yeah. So. And also my, my mom will be like, yeah. So how, how was your tattoo? How is it healing? I'm like, damn, I just did that. You're like, damn, mom. <laughs> You're like, I just took the sanoderm off. Yeah, I, don't I like know. it, though. It's a cool way. It's. It's a cool way that we figured out how to, you know, interact with our moms. It's pretty cool. I like it. I love you. Um, so, yeah, that's our show this week. Um, v, do you have any fun plans going into the weekend? Um, This weekend, I think, you know, I might just be chilling. It's pool, beginning of pool season here in Atlanta. Let's go. I got the keys to my pool. People are starting to go to the pools more. It's been pretty warm, um, but stormy this week, but warm. So, it's been actually um, beautiful, and it's kind of like nice now after like raining. After like it was torrentially downpouring, yeah, there's it's no hot winning. As hell, but um, there's no winning here. But yeah. um, yeah. So I might be doing some of that kind of stuff. I, I mean, probably just chilling like a villain because May is my month where I don't have to be like gone every weekend. Like I've been in April, and then June I'll be gone a couple of times too. So. You know, word, word. Well, um, yeah, I think I'll be around too. So let me know if that pool's open. I might stop by. Hell yeah. Um, well, guys, that's been our episode. Make sure you check in every week. We love you guys. Make sure you're following us everywhere we do this, especially YouTube. That's our new baby that we're growing. Um, it's so cute. And uh, by YouTube. Yeah, sir. Um, the online. You know we get we love you guys. Um, you've been listening to your favorite podcast, Future Bachelor. My name is Sai. I'm Veronica, and we'll see you next week. All right, deuces. Bye. Future Bachelor Podcast.